your host, Alan Dershowitz, here to tell you that I'm sponsored by MeUndies. MeUndies, the only underwear that doesn't come off when you're getting a full body massage by a bunch of seven-year-olds. Does anybody remember that? That thing that just happened? <laughs> only a year ago or whatever when uh, Alan Dershowitz was being incriminated with the whole Epstein case because not only is he his lawyer, he spent like a lot of time at his place and on his on his plane. Uh, something about getting a full body massage, and then he was the one that was like, "I never took my underwear off." Hey, Your Honor, as the records will show, I never took off my full body latex condom. <laughs> I never. I never once took off my gimp suit. <laughs> I mean, Your Honor, how can a man even physically possibly ejaculate inside of his own underwear? It's impossible, Your Honor. <laughs> He's just so innocent. Well, the good news is that guy now has a podcast. <laughs> Alan Dershowitz is coming out with a podcast. And not everyone knows who he is. And I mean, to be fair, that was a Gilbert Gottfried impression. And I leaned into it because I was like, oh, my God, Alan Dershowitz has a podcast. I should do a riff. And then I was like, there's no way to even accurately, like 100% accurately do Alan Dershowitz's voice without it sounding anti-Semitic. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no way to even draw Alan Dershowitz without it being anti-Semitic. The guy cannot go to caricature artists without being wildly offended, slapping them with the anti-defamation lawsuit. Sir, you have wrongfully portrayed me enjoying ice cream while roller skating, and I ask you, do you have any proof of said enjoyment of roller skating or said ice cream? Sir, you are looking at a lawsuit the likes of which you have never seen. Uh, and he's a terrible guy, you know? <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, he sues people for being mean to him or whatever. But more than that, he's famous for, like, defending Harvey Weinstein, Epstein, O.J. Simpson. The Three Amigos. Like, <laughs> he's such a fucking piece of shit. And it's like, you know, he has no interest in defending people who are innocent. He's after gigantic paydays and... If he really cared about innocent people, he'd be, like, defending people who don't have any money, you know? Uh, he is already financially secure. He's very, very wealthy. I hope he goes, like, full Rogan with his podcast and gets, like, a sensory deprivation tank. <laughs> and he's like, even still in this water with absolutely no stimulus from the outside world, I can still feel a, a form of anti-Semitism. <laughs> I can just feel it as, as an aura around me. Whew. Well, 
Welcome to Y'all Ever, the only podcast on the internet. My name is Hampton Yunt. This is a comedy mental health program all about the super universal relatable humor of staring into the dark abyss. Y'all ever stare into the abyss? You know, stuff like that. Uh, boy. I just It's just been so funny. It's like week after week. It was Michelle Obama has a podcast coming out, then Bill Clinton next week, and then Alan Dershowitz. And now it's like, that's a full day for me. It's just listening to those podcasts. <laughs> There's only so many hours in the day, guys. <clears throat> well, it's, a, it's definitely a bad day to be anti-Semitic. It's bad every day, but there was a Twitter article today that got... Viral. It was just like, what did I say? It was something like, oh, two thirds of young Americans deny the Holocaust happened. Like it was very sensationalistic. Uh, and then you read it and it kind of breaks down the info a little bit more, uh, less sensational. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I'm not a Holocaust denier, but I, I am a Holocaust denier denier. Like, I think there's just less people denying the Holocaust than the number that they're saying. I think that it's a much... I'm not saying the Holocaust is a less number. I'm saying the number of people who deny the Holocaust, I think they're getting that number wrong. I'm a Holocaust denier denier. It sucks. I don't know why that was trending. That was a bad sign. You wake up in the morning and Auschwitz is trending. That's not, you know, just go back to bed at that point. Like, what are you going to do? Go to work? Like, hey, honey, what what was it you said was trending? Oh, death camps? Okay, well, I got to go beat traffic. (laughs) So I'm just going to go about my life. Oh, what's that? They're giving forced hysterectomies to women who cross the border. Did you hear Jim Carrey is going to play Joe Biden on SNL? (laughs) That's the other big news that's happening. All my friends were pissed off that Jim Carrey is going to play Joe Biden on SNL. And the fucking, the balls of that. Like, one, the man made Dumb and Dumber. He's just funnier than all of us. Okay? I'm not trying to be funnier... (laughs) than him and i think it's hysterical to be like i don't know all my friends are complaining that basically like a cast member doesn't get to play joe biden and it's like fucking they're all like tweens like what the fuck are you talking about they're all like 20 years old (laughs) like they're fucking babies joe biden is like an octogenarian or some shit i don't know jim carrey's got a kind of leathery leathery catcher's face (laughs) catcher's mitt kind of face (laughs) He looks like he's gotten beaten up, uh, you know, over the years. And let him be. Let him do it. Like, do you think the cast members are like, oh, I got to work with Jim Carrey? Dude, SNL should just piss everyone off and have Louis C.K. play Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> there we go. That Then you have a right to complain. <laughs> everybody, everybody gets a massage from somebody's daughter and it's not a big deal you're just getting a massage from somebody's daughter 
Um, <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I, I, I mean, if honestly, if you watch SNL, you're a baby. And I mean, if you give a shit about what they're doing, you're like an insane baby. So I, I can't even relate. I mean, who the fuck watches the show? <laughs> but I mean, um, I don't know. Jim Carrey seems like a nice guy. He's kind of losing it. He's definitely interesting recently in uh, more recent years. He is like doing this art right now. And I, I kind of want to watch my words because I don't want to be critical of somebody who's like doing something they're genuinely passionate about. But he's just so uh, proud of it. And it's really not good. <laughs> it's like... He's like, there was an interview with him and he was giving like the most serious interview ever about this, uh, his new direction, making art. And first off, you know, he is of um, a wealth sphere where he can afford to just have a studio, have every, um, you know, artistic implement put in there. And, you know, he's able to make whatever he wants technically in a, uh, just supply sense. And (laughs) he makes this video that's very like, yeah, I, you know, I just realized I was in a low place and I needed to express myself. And then the shots start showing his artwork and it's like literally like, I mean, stink lines over a cartoon of Trump. There's like <laughs> like a thumbs down emoji. Like it's like the most insane bad art you've ever seen. <laughs> It'll be like literally like a, a bad a bad cartoon of Trump. Okay, with like dog shit on his head. <laughs> and it's like and then Jim Carrey's like, "You know, I just had to get political." I just had to let people know that I was drawing a line in the sand and uh, I'm willing to go out there and do the Charlie Hebdo type stuff. You know, I'm going to I'm going to break taboos. I'm going to offend some people. I will be calling him Drumpf. I've called a press. um, (laughs) I've called a press meeting to (laughs) announce I will be. Uh, putting a cartoon bubble over my latest cartoon of Trump that will be referring to him as Trump. And I'm just not sure what kind of America we'll be living in after this cartoon comes out. And, uh, you know, I just have to pull the pin on this grenade, you know. So let the chips fall where they may. Uh, And he's giving this speech through his ass. He's doing the Ace Ventura the whole time. <laughs> he should give a discussion about his art and talk through his butt. That'd be hysterical. <laughs> if you guys want to support my dumb art and me talking through my butt, I put out Patreon episodes every Monday of this podcast. They're shorter episodes, but for $5 a month, you get an episode every week on Monday. And it's a great way to support the podcast for less than a price of a sandwich. You get the back catalog of all the old Y'all Ever uh, Patreon episodes and the old Suicide Buddies Patreon episodes. Plus, I throw on stand-up clips up there. 
Um, it's a fun community in and of itself, and I appreciate everybody who is a member. You're the reason the podcast gets to exist. Thank you. Uh, you help keep the lights on. Uh, let's go to an email from one of you guys. Let's see. Um, the subject line here is, y'all ever got obsessed with your abuser's favorite game? Hmm. Uh, hmm. Well, trigger warning, guys. Uh, if you've dealt with abuse, I don't know where this is going to go. Um, let's see. For background, I have severe OCD. I think that is part of why this keeps happening. So, in short, I was in, a <clears throat> I was in an abusive relationship a few years ago. She was obsessed with video games and told me all about her favorites. After leaving the relationship, uh, then in parentheses, which involves sneaking out in the middle of the night... Oh my god. Wow. Um, I still panic at the mention of the, some of these games. Hmm. A therapist suggested slow expo- exposure to them to lower my panic response. Since I have nothing better to do now, I've been watching videos of people play video games. Yes, this is what she suggested. OCD treatment is weird. <laughs> I don't know. This is, you got to go with it, right? I mean, part of it is just lowering down your walls to take other people's advice, even if it's bullshit. You know what I mean? There's something about getting over ourselves. Um, and not that like OCD is like, get over yourself. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But um in general, um, that's always helpful to actually start taking medical advice. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess what I'm saying is sometimes to get help, you have to be in a state to receive help and be open to it. Uh, and again, you know, further, that doesn't make much sense if you're like a gunshot victim this doesn't apply across the board (laughs) like a doctor shouldn't address a gunshot victim and be like well are you actually dying of a shotgun wound or do we make our own luck you know (laughs) something like that okay let's see going back in Most of the games bored me except Overwatch. The characters seemed really cool and the game seemed fun. She then suggested I play the game as a more intense exposure. (laughs) That's like... Okay. Um, Is this like the last Starfighter or something? Like, does she need you to get great at video games to, like, save the planet? Like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Uh, Well, I started playing and haven't really stopped. I already clocked about 200 hours, and now mention of it makes me excited versus the old panic attacks. So now I'm not really playing for therapy anymore and just for fun. I think it's a combination of my highly obsessive personality, the fact that life is extremely boring right now, and the interesting characters that has led to this. (laughs) It's a fun fantasy world that lets me escape for just a moment and also reminds me of how much I have grown. Feel free to use my name, Juno, they, them. Um, That is awesome. Wow, damn. So the suggestion for this was uh, y'all used any fantasy, uh, you know, games, things you're doing, uh, any escapism as a sense of achievement, 
<laughs> right now is that replacing real life achievement and uh this is actually pretty interesting because it's a real life achievement mixed in with this you know you've managed to come back to enjoying a game uh without putting it through the context of your abuser and i don't know hats off I think it's important to celebrate the victories that might seem small, but are actually pretty big, you know? A lot of growth in life is not going to smack you over the head, and it's going to take years for you to even realize that you've changed. And uh, I think if you can point to anything as some sort of goal or marker that you hit, like, absolutely celebrate it, you know? Because most of us are too dumb to even realize it. I, I mean, a lot of times I look back and I'm like, wow, I am a completely different person than I was, you know, 10 years ago. Um, completely different. <laughs> I was Rachel Dolezal back then. And now I'm my real self. Now I've reached my final form. But I'm actually okay with people, like, really celebrating the shit out of small moments like that. I mean, fuck a gender reveal party that burns up all of California. That should have been for, I can now play Overwatch again. <laughs> That's what that fucking fire should be about. I also really love a therapist who's just really pro-gaming and doesn't take an attitude that it's self-destructive in any way, shape, or form. I think video games have gotten a completely bad rap, and it's like just politicians trying to find some sort of easy out for all of society's ills. It's either comic books or rap music or video games. It's like whatever children are enjoying, therefore, is the problem. <clears throat> and, you know, I mean, what video games did Hitler play? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, as we all know. Funny, like at the start of your email, I was remembering that uh, that song, my favorite game by the Cardigans. Oh man, it's such a good song, <laughs> and I think it's like completely about abuse and like uh, dark thoughts. It's such a great song. All I remember is the controversy. Is everyone was upset because the music video showed the lead singer like driving the car with her feet and it's very like wily e. coyote they <laughs> get in a car wreck but i mean that's again it's like it's a music video i mean if anybody saw that music video and then was like i'm gonna drive a car with my feet <laughs> like then they're just an idiot <laughs> like i don't think we have to worry about what's gonna influence them because who fucking knows apparently Mm. Well, you guys, thanks for writing in. As always, uh, feel free to write in to y'all ever email at gmail.com. If you want to write in about, say, uh, some dumb fantasy thing that you're achieving right now that's taking your mind off of the insanity of the world, I'm always open for uh, an email like that. Also, uh, there's past y'all ever prompts that I've said on this podcast. Feel free to still write in about those if you're working on one. And if you want, uh, there is the y'all ever listen to music Spotify playlist. 
You can find that on my artist Spotify page at the bottom. There's a playlist that's collaborative. You can throw a song on and you can tell me why you chose that song and write into y'all every email at gmail.com. And uh, I've been reading those on the Patreon and they're so fun to play the music at the end of the episode and just like talk about music. Um, I just did a whole episode that was like a bunch of Slipknot songs and a Katy Perry song. Uh, It was fun. Um, I hope you guys are checking out the Patreon if you want, but uh, let's take a quick break. Check out this ad for toothpaste or pants or something. Possibly nothing. Possibly no ads. You know what I just did for the break? I took a shower. <laughs> There's a comic I once saw who did that in his special. He took a shower. Um, he's uh, is he Scottish? What is his deal? Uh, is his name was Lee Evans, and it's like a two-hour-long special. And I just remember that in the middle of it, he breaks it up by being like, "Okay, guys, one sec, I have to go." <laughs> he like has to go take a shower because he's so high energy. He's like dripping with sweat and shit. And it's like, if that's happening, that's entirely you. <laughs> If it's your special and you're playing a stadium and everything and you're sweating in a three-piece suit, all of that is entirely on you. (laughs) You can control the temperature. But I just remember at the time being like, wow, that's really cool. Or it's just so weird, you know, like to have to take a break halfway through and apologize that you're just so fucking sweaty. You have to take a break and go shower. (laughs) And that's what happened with me and you guys. You know, that first half, I was getting all sweated up. I was just in the zone. Uh, Get in the zone. Autoerotic asphyxiation zone. Okay. I'm looking up Lee Evans, and he's English. He's not Scottish. And uh, he, you might know him from the movie Mouse Hunt which is a very underrated movie. It's perfect. Mouse Hunt is like, any generation can watch it. It's so funny. It's just really well shot and well edited. It's like super funny slapstick. It's probably like, it's funny. It's like, there's very few comedy movies that really are slapstick entirely. Uh, Because usually they're just so bad. I mean, like, they tried to do that Three Stooges reboot <laughs> 15 years too late. I don't know. <laughs> they missed the entire wave of reboots by coming in dead last. Uh, and that kind of like slapstick doesn't really work. And I mean, I may be over glamorizing how good Mouse Hunt is because, you know, the problem with slapstick is if it's super edited, it just looks like there's no impact, you know? But one of the best slapstick movies ever is Jackass. The, all the Jackass movies just feel real. They feel visceral. And um, that's probably like the best version of slapstick put on you know, uh, film. <clears throat> but then I think if you try and shoot it too much and make it look glamorous, it loses a lot. I mean, uh, 
I remember there was like an interview with Jackie Chan kind of breaking down like how shots need to make action look like someone's really getting punched and to just have the impact, you know, like a lot of Western films when it comes to like Chuck Norris fighting or Steven Zagal fighting in those movies, it just kind of feels like they're just plowing through guys and everything. And <clears throat> I don't know. Um, Jackie Chan was just kind of talking about these like tight shots in when the fist is colliding with the body and it just gives a whole different like visceral reaction. But the thing is with like slapstick comedy, it's so hard to do it. Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> like in a tight script. Like, I don't even know how you write the three stooges movie. Then they page three, then they eat shit. They eat a bucket of shit. <laughs> I do think like it's either jackass or like, Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton type of shit, like figured out physical comedy. And the only reason that other stuff is super impressive and like Jackie Chan stuff with action is you feel like the person is going to possibly actually die. <laughs> and that's what's funny about slapstick. Like you can't write, you know, that's why like every dumb fucking rom-com comes out where they're like he's a business lawyer and she keeps falling in shit like that's the one affectation they always like to give women is that they're clumsy but like you at home are like i don't give a shit she's gorgeous like it who gives a fuck like what just keep going <laughs> they've done it so many times that it's just like i mean the worst example of that is shallow how where jack black sees a woman as Gwyneth Paltrow and like that's the problem <laughs> is that no she's not actually Gwyneth Paltrow it's like who gives a shit you could just date this this person who in his mind looks like Gwyneth Paltrow there's zero problem there <laughs> you're all causing the fucking problem my script for Shallow Howe would have been one minute long he would have met her and it would have been fine the end credits <laughs> But I feel like, you know, if you have, uh, like, actual physical stakes with uh, action and uh, with comedy, um, I don't know. There's something just so visceral there. And you really can't fake it um, as much as I try. I mean, how are you going to pitch a Three Stooges movie to the bum fights generation? A generation raised on jackass and CKY videos and bum fights. Like, come on. <laughs> the Three Stooges movie should have been them, like, decapitating each other. <laughs> that would have been a movie. Um, let's go to another email. These are uh, both video game related. And guys, if you want to follow me on Twitch, I have a profile on twitch.tv, Hampton Yunt. I'm trying to still figure out how to set it up as a profile, but I'm pretty excited uh, to just, you know, get back into gaming. I'm going to try and play the Arkham trilogy of Batman games. There's the new Avengers game. I'll eventually get my way around to playing. It's going to be cool. Uh, let's see. This email, the subject line is, Y'all ever feel fulfilled by playing video games? Dot, 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 dot. Whoa. 
intrigue. I'm uh, a little scared. Holy shit, written on September 11th. What was your day like? <laughs> no shame. All right. Let's see. Subdog, long time listener, first time writing. Dot, dot, dot. Again, this man is into, into ellipses. Um, real quick, I hardly ever play video games and have never owned a console set like Xbox or PlayStation. Really? Over the past 30 years, I've occasionally binged on a computer game, but generally lose interest after a while. I always tended toward doing practical things to move my life forward. Dot, dot, dot. Yet, that's changed a whole lot, like with COVID quarantine. I've been playing a lot of Skyrim and Elite, dot, uh, sorry, Elite, colon, Dangerous. Uh, wow, interesting. I mean... To have missed Xbox and PlayStation entirely, <laughs> it seems amazing that you would get back into gaming at all. Like, I understand you can play on a um, PC, but I mean, it seems like, yeah, you, like it would have just breezed by you entirely. Anyway, here's a couple of uh, thoughts that have made me feel infinitely better about my gaming time. First, I ask myself if, at the end of my life, would I ever regret all the time wasted playing useful, useless games? And quite sincerely, the answer is no. <laughs> I don't for a second believe I will. I find that interesting. Um, yeah, and if I can chime in, you are totally right. You absolutely. What, are you going to look back on your life and be like, oh, I had fun? <laughs> like, no. If you enjoy it, there's no regrets. Um, you know, most of the time you're going to regret all the time that you spent just being anxious and not having any fun. Whew. Let's see, going back in. The second thing that occurred to me recently, I've always dreaded getting old and unable to lead a useful life to the point where I've just assumed that I very likely kill myself when I see that coming. But I realized that when my generation... Uh, in parentheses, Gen X, starts getting to that point, will almost certainly begin devoting even more time to gaming. There may be a whole subset of games developed that cater to the elderly. <laughs> Multiple games where the younger generations are encouraged from joining, <laughs> are discouraged from joining. <laughs> I get you. All right. And the elder care facilities will have banks of computers where we all hang out and talk and play together. <laughs> It'll be so much easier and more fulfilling than these places having to bring in entertainment and do crafts and bingo and shit. That thought actually makes me feel hopeful for my aging future. <laughs> wow. Uh, he goes, anyway, thanks for doing God's work. Hope you're doing well, Stephen. Um, that is awesome. And I mean, <laughs> way to breeze over uh, saying that you want to kill yourself. Hmm. I hear you. If you, if you think that you're just going to waste your time, you know, but I think that's like the point of life is to enjoy life. I mean, and you got it. It sounds like you've actually gotten to a very healthy uh, view of your entertainment time and stuff that you do for fun. Um, 
even if you know you have dark thoughts and stuff like that like that's that's very healthy to get to a point where you're like i deserve to have fun <laughs> every human being god damn it deserves as a human inalienable right to play skyrim <laughs> And you're goddamn right. I mean, that's what. What's the point if you can't enjoy it at least somewhat? And I mean, you're definitely never going to be on your deathbed and saying that you wish you worked more. And uh, I do think it's funny that you think there will still be elderly homes <laughs> by the time Gen X gets there. I don't know. That's a, that would. That's probably going to happen. <laughs> And you're right. There, but here's the thing. It's not going to be Xboxes, dude. They're going to be doing VR headsets. Already, what you were kind of painting there is a very Black Mirror version of an elderly home. And this involves, you know, technology to keep them happy. What makes you think we're not going to get even further with that? I see a future where every elderly person, every Gen Xer... Uh, is wearing a VR helmet, a Nirvana shirt, and has a flashlight or dildo inside of them pumping away, and they're just they're they're being pleasured inside of these homes, and they're they're not even attached, and all their families do is visit them and see their twitching, orgasming body. <laughs> And think, I love you, Grandma, Grandpa. <laughs> Man, I miss those cookies. <laughs> uh, who's going to be visiting you in those convalescent homes if you're not uh, leading a life? You know, I think with escapism, there's a lot of guilt attached to it. You know, but I think a lot of things are escapism, whether you want them to be or not. Even the pursuit of knowledge or um, bettering yourself in a lot of ways is also a form of escapism. <laughs> like, say, if you're just working on bodybuilding or becoming hot, well, there's like really no end to that journey. And also, at a certain point, you know, people are going to want to fuck you or whatever, like, or you realize that people wanted to fuck you all along. But the point is, I mean, at a certain point, you're just doing it because it's your game. It's the way you give yourself points and rewards. And that's, you know, your form of escapism is you've learned something, you've learned a new thing. Um, and um, that's healthy <laughs> to a point <laughs> but also uh i think in the same way you'd like admonish yourself if you've like devoted way too much to like i don't know being a bodybuilder and you've ignored your family man maybe i should check in with arnold uh schwarzenegger i don't know if you guys remember last episode he was uh he, he had to go to the bathroom and I don't think he's come out. Uh, so let me just go check on him. Hey, uh, Arnold, man. How's it going in there? Uh, you've been in the bathroom for a while. Oh, man, that sounds bad. 
Oh, okay. That's a shorter version. Okay. Of your scream. Oh, it sounds like you're having a bad time in there, man. What's going on? Oh, you have to shit? (laughs) Oh, man. I hear you. But it's been a whole week and then a day. So I don't know. At this point, man, uh, I'm going to have to start charging your rent for being on my toilet. You know what I mean? Uh, Anyway, you good in there? Okay, well, sounds like you still need the bathroom for a bit, so I'll check in on you later, man. Guys, Arnold Schwarzenegger, international film star. So happy he could stop by the podcast last week, but now it's getting annoying. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. Let's go to another email. This one is actually in reference to a y'all ever that was y'all ever shit yourself. I think that was the first y'all ever. (laughs) And, you know, set a good precedent right away. Um, Sorry it took so long to get to this one. I mean, I don't even know how that happens. But you guys, thanks so much for writing in. I mean, I always appreciate it. Feel free to write in to y'all every email at gmail.com. If you are listening to an older episode and you still feel like writing in about a topic, like, do not worry. Uh, It's always relatable, especially to talk about shitting yourself. Come on. It's the most relatable thing in the world. Um, this one, the subject line is y'all ever make big poopy stinkies and then a frowny face. Okay. So this was written by Joe Biden. (laughs) He's talking through a butt. Okay. So hello, I'm Rachel. Feel free to dox me. (laughs) Ah, funny. I honestly should be a little ashamed of how many stories I have about shitting myself. (laughs) Hey, no shame. This is a no shame shit zone. My most recent one is from my freshman year at college. I became the reason people are told to wear shower shoes in the dorms. (laughs) I was the most mentally and physically ill I've ever been, and I did not take care of my body. It got to the point where not once, but twice, while I was taking a shower, I bent over while shaving and sprayed liquid shit all over the walls. (laughs) What the fuck? I didn't know what to do, so I just cried and poured a bunch of cheap-ass body wash all over the stall to cover the smell while it washed down the drain. Oh, no, man. Fuck. Fuck. God damn. That is just salute. Salute. I mean, people hem and haw about whether or not you should pee in the shower. It's like, fuck that. Like, do you have diarrhea in the shower? God damn. Um, I like that you just, yeah, make a fucking Jackson Pollock all over this is ha- this happened twice <laughs> i mean once is a warning shot go to the doctor <laughs> twice is like 
<laughs> Twice is like you're enjoying it. You're becoming a bandit. You're becoming a new Batman villain. The Shitler. You leave uh, shit clues around campus. Who's responsible for this? <laughs> I'm not sure if I've talked about this on the podcast, but the last time I remember shitting my pants, I was on mushrooms, uh, and I think I'd gotten an order of wings. And I went to go get them, and I took a long walk at night. Hey, white male privilege. I took a long night stroll, (laughs) confidently, in a bad Hollywood neighborhood, which I later did get mugged at gunpoint at. So, you know, it's not (laughs) like I didn't finally get my comeuppance. Uh, but that's a story for a different time. On this time, I was on mushrooms. I've only done mushrooms like three times or something like that, three, four times. Um, but I, uh, three, four, five, six times, you know, seven, seven, eight, nine times, you know, I, I'm, I'm microdosing right now. (laughs) I think it was this, I think it was this time because there was another time that I shit my pants and I'm like, maybe that was it. It was either, I was fucked up. I was either drunk or on mushrooms, but not so drunk I'm like blackout or something like that. Anyway, I was on my way to go get wings. I stopped to use the bathroom and it's a single person bathroom and there's a a toilet and then there's the urinal and I go to use the urinal and I'm peeing and I go to, I go to fart (laughs) I go to fart. I fart. (laughs) And I fill my pants with shit. I'm just immediately shit all of my pants. And it's like the, you know, in movies when you, the bank robbers open up the, the sack of money and the paint, blam, like, like, it was like insane. Just immediately filled my pants with shit. And I, um, (laughs) in that moment, looked at the toilet, you know, I'm at the urinal, I try to fart, I shit my pants, and I look at the toilet, and it, honestly, to this day, the, the image of the toilet looked like it was disappointed in me, you know, like, like in basketball, when a player's like, dude, I was open, I'm fucking, I was right here, like, it was one of those bathrooms where the urinal's right next to the toilet. The toilet's like, dude, fuck. Oh, man. And um, I burned that restaurant down. I, You know, I couldn't go outside and meet those people. I had to fucking kill everyone. I locked the doors. and um, No, I think I, <laughs> I got rid of my underwear. I wiped, wiped everything down. And I remember being like, what the fuck like you know very worried about my medical health in that moment and that's why i think i was on mushrooms because i think i just breezed it off for the rest of my life that i was like i was just on mushrooms so i shit my pants (laughs) 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 oh man (laughs) and so this is where it gets really disappointing for me uh as a little addendum to this is um, I clean myself off. I've thrown my underwear away. And um, 
wash myself off. Someone's waiting to come in. There's a lot of like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> and I like, go, oh, God damn it. So, you know, like really don't want them to see the underwear that they, you put paper towels over it. You're like, okay, God, you know, fuck. Uh, and then um, I leave and I just remember I, I haven't gotten my wings yet. I have, The wings haven't come up yet. So <laughs> I sit down on these couple chairs they have just to sit and wait for orders and i'm sitting there like i hadn't just shit my fucking body (laughs) completely (laughs) i sat there like there was no fucking problem and waited like easily another 10 minutes maybe five but jesus christ it felt like fucking forever and i remember waiting you know like hurry up let those wings just come right now because this dude is gonna smell my shit if he is in there for any amount of time and he does come out and i'm still waiting for my order and i'm just like he looks at me like very quickly it's (laughs) i can't be sure i can't be 100 percent it just kind of looked like "Eh." Oh, man. And uh, you know what happened after that day? I finally decided it's time to get into politics. Okay? Why Why should I have to suffer with this? This kind of bathroom situation. You've made a bathroom single occupancy for all genders. My question is, why Why do we even have to have bathrooms? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm running on the no bathroom agenda. Let's get rid of them. <laughs> I'm Joe Biden, and I'm here for your vote. <laughs> Pay for by Alan Dershowitz. So first off, I want to say thank you for writing in. Uh, always feel free to write in to y'all every email at gmail.com, but... I honestly appreciate people writing in to tell me times that they've shit themselves. <laughs> I mean, I feel so close to you guys. <laughs> um, and always feel free to write in about any of the y'all ever prompts that have been given at any other episodes. I think one of the old prompts is y'all ever learn a new skill during quarantine uh, you can also suggest a song for the Y'all Ever Listen to Music playlist. And uh, if you have Spotify, you can just add it yourself on the collaborative playlist. It's uh, available on my artist Spotify page. You go down to the bottom. There's a playlist, Y'all Ever Listen to Music, and you can add a song. And let me know why you chose that song. Um, again, I really enjoy doing those Patreon episodes. And... Uh, you guys can check those out at patreon.com slash y'all ever. Again, it's a great way to support the podcast. Um, you guys are awesome. Take care. Hope you have a great uh, rest of your week. Glad you're alive. Star Brands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.